Fish at Six. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter. We are going to keep it crisp tonight, but I am interested in your comments, your questions, and your criticisms. Only three slappies allowed per night. But bring your questions on, especially, I know, at this early stage in the week, um, probably some Cowboy Packer game stuff, but also, what are we going to do about this guy? Uh, what about that rumor about that coach and that uh, personnel boss and Jerry and that? Uh, uh, and we can deal with some of that tonight. Breakfast at Fishing's tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll be sitting there waiting for you like live. And that will be when I will delve deeply into what's Jerry really thinking? So uh, that awaits you tomorrow morning. And for now, your comments, your questions, and your criticisms, like I say, and three issues. That's right. Three things, just the way I've been doing it on the radio since 1990-ish around here in DFW. <laughs> Item number one, Dak and Mac and the relationship. I wish we called him Mac so we could call it Dak and Mac. Instead, we call him Big Mike, and that doesn't really rhyme. McCarthy was talking about how to measure whether it works. And, you know, he's pretty, uh, pretty straightforward, right? He doesn't, he's not a fancy talker. Uh, he doesn't talk jibber jabber like that Sean Payton. Uh, up there in Denver, who's talking in all kinds of circles about what they're doing with Russell Wilson. And I'm telling you, the guy, the, some of the people in that locker room are rolling their eyes already at that coach in his first year because he's jibber jabbering. He talks a lot and says very little. Oh, we haven't made our decision yet on Russ. Really? Because what you did to him, benching him, given all things, is unprecedented. But you haven't made your mind up on him yet. Big Mike, he's not much, much, much gibberish. Here's his quote on how this is working. Texas Coast offense, Dak and Mac. Ask any offensive play caller, and the relationship between quarterback and play caller is imperative. He says, I know I'm being Captain Obvious. He says, I'm calling it, and he's hauling it. That's what Dak likes to say. That, by the way, borrowed from Tony Pollard, as you know. And it takes time. The connection takes time. And he says, we put in the time. It's worked out well. And I think the proof is in the numbers. It's pretty straightforward. If you're looking for, like, something to put on your resume, if you're the designer and installer of the Texas Coast Offense, by the way, yeah, that's right, the Texas Coast Offense t-shirt, it's in the store. The Uncle Fish store is below. Oh, by the way, look at uh, Broken Halo doing uh, work for us. In the store is also the We Run the East t-shirt. And last night, we gave away a shirt. And the winner is Lassay Thompson. So let's say you and uh, Broken Haler are going to get in touch with each other. That's very cool. The run the the we run the East shirt is in the store, and it's cool. Um, what else is in there? Oh yeah, <laughs> the Jimmy curse is lifted. I have a feeling that's going to uh, we're going to have some fun with that too. So this is the coach kind of saying. Hey, listen, in, a, in his way, 
say what you want, question me if you want, blah, 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 blah. The proof is in the numbers. Smith fan, Uncle Fish Premium for 31 months. Wow. I think if Quinn wants to be a head coach, that's great, but I think he has the potential to be the Cowboys version of Dick LeBeau. Stay here forever. Here's the difference. There are some coaches who come to a realization, yeah, I'm not, I'm not cut out for that. I'm not cut out to be a head coach. Almost all of them, though, try it once before they come to that realization. DQ can't say that about himself. He can't look in the mirror and say, I'm not really a head coach. He was one, and he went to the Super Bowl. That's the diff. As attractive as it would be to have him, I mean, it would be great. If he just said, you know what, I'm cowboy for life, to hell with it. I don't know. Joe Montor, hey, welcome to the Uncle Fish Club, exclusive, exclusive. Thank you, Joe, for coming on in here. I appreciate you. The proof is in the numbers. Yes, Johnny V, here we go. That Yes, the here we go shirt is also in the store. We close the regular season. Dak leads the NFL in touchdown passes. Third in passing yards. Second in completion percentage. Second in QBR. Nine interceptions. He is a leading candidate for MVP. You know, Lamar Jackson's fine. Some people think Brock Purdy. Some people think Chris McCaffrey. When McCarthy says the proof is in the numbers, I'm glad that we don't just leave it at that because it's something else. As we get ready to turn the focus to Green Bay, wild card round, Sunday, 3.30, AT&T. Of course, I'll be there. That coming off that game at Washington, 31-36, 279, four touchdowns. Thursday night is the night. And I bet you they, they, they might pop a coldie somewhere in there on Thursday night. And it's Dak and it's Mac. Now, I don't know. Does Shoddy stick his head in there? The other quarterbacks get to hang around. But at some point, it's Dak and Mac. And it's coach, player, it's teacher, pupil, it's mentor, mentee, but there's also, we're partners in this, especially when you're getting paid $40 million a year. You, you're, the $40 million quarterback, 50, 60, whatever, he's a business partner now. And the breakdown like a two-hour meeting, and they're going over stuff. And they're looking at film, and they're going through the playbook. One of the big things that the play caller, uh, especially if he's the head coach, has the authority to do, go through it with, with do you like this one or not? No, coach, I don't, I, I, I don't like that one. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel good about that this week. This, uh, I learned this from Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh used to literally tear the page out of the playbook with Joe Montana. You don't like that? Tear it out. Tear the page out. Next week, we got to go tape it back in. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't like that one this week. Fine. Take it out of there. Go in there and meet for a couple hours. And Mike says, 
Half of that is football. The other half of what we do in that meeting is life. That's being on the same page. That's not just watch that film, lift them weights. That's relationships. Yet another reason that, again, if you're not, and, and we do get your information from Frisco, not Bristol. If you're not here, you don't know that. You're in a cubicle somewhere in Hoboken. You don't know that. You're in a studio somewhere in Los Angeles. You don't know that. That's why we're here. Uh, I'm sorry if we're getting a little freezy. I'm familiar with the rumors of this guy, that guy, and that guy. I'll address it in depth more tomorrow morning, 7.20. There is nothing that attaches Bill Belichick to Dallas. Nothing. That can change can change with one phone call. At one point, there was nothing that attached Bill, Bell Bill Parcells to Dallas either. And Jerry changed that. I don't care what, and again, as uh, Scratcher points out, do you want Bill Parcells? Yes, that worked to, to, for a stadium. Do you want Bill Belichick at 71? Hadn't done anything in four years. And he has for 24 years run his own show. Never say never. I say it all the time. Never say never. I would never close the door on any possibility. But there is not, there is not a connection between the Cowboys a job search and Bill Belichick, not vocals. I see it, and I appreciate you being here. Enrique points out, "Hey, listen, if this was uh, a different time and a different place, and you could bring Belichick here and bring Brady, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that." There's players now in New England, and I'm not ripping Bill Belichick. He's, he's the most successful. I don't know if he's the best coach of all time. He might be the most successful coach of all time. That's a fair way of saying it. But there's players now, and they're like, Belichick was our boss, but we played for Brady. Wow. Troy Rodriguez on the T-shirts and the hats. Yep, we covered that, and you can read more about it at CowboysSI.com. Parcells, I'm sorry, not Parcells. Belichick and Jerry are not drinking buddies. They are not. If this team, 
for some reason becomes a disaster. We'll readdress that. And Jerry will readdress it. More on all of that at 7.20 tomorrow morning. Uh, will McClay, Vinny, has uh, teams interested in him, of course. So what they do is they uh, they have to they submit a slip, basically, through the league to that team to request an interview with a Will McClay, with a Dan Quinn. And yes, those are rolling in. Playoff power rankings. There's some people that think that the Packers, not that they're the worst team in the playoffs, but they have the that they have the worst chance in the playoffs. And that's not a reflection on the Packers being terrible necessarily. That is a uh, that is a reflection on the, the Cowboys being thought of as good. But by the odds, the team that has the worst chance would be the Steelers team that is nine and a half point underdogs at Buffalo. Whereas now Green Bay, seven point underdogs, seven and a half point underdogs, something like that. Um, Tommy Casanova, Uncle Fish Premium points out, sometimes it's about who's hot. Right now, the Rams feel pretty good about themselves. And you know what else about the Rams? They, they, they can say, been there, done that. Uh, with the quarterback, with Cup, with Aaron Donald, they've got kids on defense that are working around Aaron Donald. Uh, they, they now with Kyron, they, that's a, they can be a run first team. I don't know how they did that. It's pretty good, Rams. And then, of course, they have Puka. So the Rams are a scary team in a sense. Christina. Amarantes, $10 pitch and fish. I browsed your merchandise store. I didn't see anything that says diddly diddly dink. <laughs> That's just me. So, uh, your diddly diddly dink saying, <laughs> uh, my husband and I want shirts. Can't you make diddly diddly dink shirts? Sugar? Diddly diddly dink. It's one of the, uh, it's one of the hundred stupidest things I say on this show. What an impressive list of stupid things I say on this show. Diddly diddly ding. If I, I you know what I haven't done in quite a while is get out some sunglasses and go, oh, I, I, I got to get some glasses in here too. So, <laughs> diddly diddly dink. Diddly diddly dink. <laughs> Would you buy a t shirt that says diddly diddly dink with my head going, with my head going through it? Playoff power rankings. The Cowboys have as smooth a track, almost, as you could want to the NFC Championship game. And we'll stop there. Kenneth Easley, Uncle Fish Premium. Boy, we miss Machine Gun Fish. I know. I was doing, Sugar, remember Machine Gun Fish on the radio? I was doing Machine Gun Fish in 1995. And back there, people thought it was funny. Now people think I'm advocating violence, so now we don't do it anymore. Daryl uh, Bentley, Fish, why don't you get a sound machine that makes the old cartoon noises? Why would I need a machine 
Daryl, when I make the noises. Auga! Diddly diddly dink, I am the sound machine. Jimmy H, Fish, uh, I work at Tractor Supply, and on all my messages, I kind of say fish out when I say goodbye, except I say peace out. Yeah, that's going around. David Cowboy recognizes, speaking of cartoon sound effects, uh, nobody does uh, nobody does Foghorn Leghorn the way I do it, and nobody does Barney Rubble the way I do it. Oh, oh, oh also the Sugar Chris Golden Bear. Can't get enough of Super Golden Chris. <laughs> Item three, finally, with a sidebar. Enrique, remember the Cardinals game? Cabo could have been the number one seed. Remember the Cardinals when they played the Eagles? Cowboys could have been the number five seed. Boy, I said, boy, your body sharp as a pound of wet leather. <laughs> so Shaq, who's a Cowboy fan, because he's a, he's, he's a Texan, kind of. Tommy C., Fish, is Jerry going to open up his wallet for Dan Quinn again? Uh, if Dan Quinn leaves, it will not be because of money. Michael B. Fish, they were talking about Marsha today on the fan. What? Wait one second. Huh? You'll have to be more specific, and then I'll make uh, a call to Sean. I assume it, was, it had to be Sean and RJ, right? You could you could go and listen to the radio, or you could just call call Sean and ask him. Did you talk about me today? Oh, he's always taking a nap. Half the time that uh, at RJ Choppy, he's taking a nap from 6 to 10 a.m. Weekdays on 105.3. <laughs> uh, be more specific if you really did hear something. Smoke A, J, Fish, you missed my super chat. Why is Lamar a shoe-in MVP? I didn't say he's a shoe-in. I think he's the most impactful player on the best team. Uh, and... Uh, the most difficult to defend player in football. Ward family, Fish, with a $5 pitch in. Any truth to Derrick Henry coming to Dallas? No. Jay Williams. Oh, I mean, you know, he's a free agent. They did not have interest in him this past go-round. Does he want to... Who wants to play running back for not $10 million? But no, there's no... Way too early for that to start connecting Derrick Henry to the Cowboys. Jay Williams, superior quarterback play will prevail. Here we go. Uh, and Dak is capable of that. Don't miss out, though. Jordan Love, they, they, they got something there, don't they? He was second in the NFL, of course, in touchdown passes, as you know. Thank you, Jay Williams, for that. Tommy C., thank you for that. Uh, I'm doing my best to get your super chats, by the way, so uh, only yell at me a little bit when I screw it up. Raphael Gordon with a $2 pitch in. Thank you, RG. Yeah, we can play. We, we, James Conner, we can do. Way too early for that. There's There'll be a time and a place. In fact, the day after the Cowboys lose, well, if they lose the Super Bowl, maybe we'll, we'll take a breather. But yeah, we'll start obviously examining free agency, trades, and all the rest. But, but, Mark this, $10 million wide receiver, 
is not the way to roll. Son of son, is Gilmore healthy enough to play? Yes. They popped it in, they popped it out. He's good to go. So Shaq gets on with Stephen A. Smith and they bet who's going to win, I guess, this weekend's game. And of course, Stephen A. Smith doesn't, he doesn't know who's going to win the game. He doesn't care. He's not, he's interested in the revenue that comes from being attached to the Dallas Cowboys, good or bad. And that's okay. So Shaq says, I'll bet you my ranch. I have a tech, I have a, I bought a ranch in Texas. Francisco, what about Saquon Barkley to Dallas? 100%. I'll take it, but not for $10 million. Jim Laws reminds us, please hit the like button. That way YouTube knows that you want high quality cowboy programming like Emmy award winning, not slap dickery. So yes, please do hit the like button. In fact, on the count of three, there's thousands of people watching this program. That's very flattering and impressive. Would 66 people please hit the like button on the count of three, three, two, one. Micah Johnson, uh, $5 pitch in. Fish, where do you rank Dak in playoff quarterbacks? I haven't thought of it that way. Let me put that on the list. All right, that's a fun idea. Ranking the playoff quarterbacks. Now, the thing we got to make sure we don't do, we got to we can't pull an Orlovsky. We can't trick it up. Rank the playoff QBs. And we got to figure out a criteria. Rank them based on what? Odds of winning? Because listen, in the NFC, odds of winning, Dak is the second best quarterback in the tournament. Jimmy S. Fish, who do you think is going to have the biggest upset this weekend? I think the Rams at Detroit is fun. Kenneth E., what about Leonard Fournette for the Chief? Except they, they uh, again, they had the chance to do that and passed. So Shaq says, I'll bet the ranch. Well, exclusive, exclusive. I don't think Shaq has a ranch in Dallas. I might have a property all over Texas. His house in Dallas is in Carrollton. And it's a lovely home, but it's not a ranch. It's like a $1.4 million home. It's 5,000 square feet. It's big, but it's just, you know, there's no backyard. There's a pool in the backyard. And he says, I will bet my ranch. I'm Tex Johnson. I'll bet my ranch that the Cowboys win. Uh, it's good to have Shaq on your side. And uh, unlike another legendary Laker, LeBron, he doesn't, he doesn't change. He doesn't flip-flop. He, he's, he's from here. So we're, Shaq's our guy. Where, where we want to make sure that Stephen A. Smith stays in his proper lane is the comedy. That's high comedy. Let's bet Shaq each other's houses or whatever. Where we want to be careful. Joe, Mon, uh, Joe M., thank you for jumping in. Uh, Smith, I think if Quinn wants to be a head coach, that's great. Yes, I think it is great too. And if it happens, you'll survive. Aaron Rodgers is stepping out of his lane. Forget whether you agree or disagree with him about anything outside of football. I have my view on Many subjects, you have yours too. I don't share my view on every subject because I'm not an expert on some of those subjects. So some of those subjects I talk about with Marsha and no one else. I, I'm not confident enough 
in my view on this, this, or this, to tell 70,000 people what they should do. Aaron somehow is. Dan Grigsby, I like Aaron Rodgers. You're free to like Aaron Rodgers. You cannot go on uh, on a media outlet. You cannot write it in a media outlet, and you cannot say it in a media outlet that that person right there is involved in human trafficking. You can't do that. I don't care how many MVP trophies you have. Brent P, I've been meaning to ask you, Fish, what if we're an Emmy award-winning slappy? Eh, maybe, uh, I, I won't give you the Emmy, but maybe I'll give you those bronze guys. Stay in your lane. Aaron Rodgers is on that McAfee show for an hour. You put a guy on for an hour and pay him a million dollars and he's, he's arrogant enough to actually think he's an expert on things and off he goes. They should put Aaron Rodgers on there for 15 minutes and they should ask him about football. Zach L. Fish, my super chat. Fish, you talked about Jimmy's pep talks this morning. My favorite was about the two by four. Yeah, uh, my, my Jimmy story about the two by four is a beauty. Stephen A. Smith, and the thing is, they he he is a hardworking son of a gun. He's all he, he almost he spends almost his time uh, the time working that I do, and I admire that. And I, and he's funny. Guys, I know exactly what he said. He insinuated that Jimmy Kimmel is tied to human trafficking. I. I know exactly what he said. I also know how he tried to revise what he said today, what he insinuated today. That's a hundred million dollars. Say that about me. I will sue you for a hundred million dollars and I'll win. Say it about me. Stephen A. Smith, not that this is the same exact category, but a year ago, Stephen A. Smith said, if you're a black coach candidate, you better hope to God the Houston Texans don't call you insinuating that that is a racist organization. Now, it's Houston, it's Texas, and uh, the late Mr. McNair certainly had his warts. You can't say that. You can't say that the Houston Texans are a racist organization. And somebody should have called him on it. Now here we are, and, and black guy, black coach, don't go there. Here we are a year later, and a black coach went there. D'Amico Ryans allowed himself, God forbid, to get hired by the Houston Texans. And look what happened. One of the great turnarounds, one of the great worst for first of all time. Because D'Amico Ryans didn't listen to Stephen A. Smith, who has never watched a Houston Texans game in his life. My pledge to you is, Zemron, you're wrong. I cannot come on this show and accuse people of those things. 
and not expect to deal with the wrath. I could do it, and maybe nobody will notice. Aaron Rodgers today suggests that he's the one been persecuted. You're, you started it. And now people are retaliating against you because you're arrogant and ignorant on so many things. So my pledge to you is I, I, I'm, I'm going to continue to stay in my lane. There's a thousand things that I know this much about. We don't talk much about those, but I do, I do know a great deal about journalistic ethics. I do know a great deal about libel and slander journalistically. And I know a little bit about the NFL and the Dallas Cowboys. That's my lane. Don't wear it out. 7.20 tomorrow morning. What's Jerry really thinking? on this guy, uh, Harbaugh, Belichick, what? Breakfast of Fish and East, 7.20 tomorrow morning, Fish, out.